Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Movie Podcast. My name is Matt Gallo and I'm joined as always by Prince Ali, Justin Dubin. He's here to entertain us. He's a podcaster, can't you tell? He's ugly and not fit for television. Wow. That got dark. Yeah, you know, (laughs) you could have just said I have a, a face for radio. I can't. <laughs> that's that's a much kinder way of <laughs> yeah that's the way to put it although you're wrong i mean that's okay it's yeah yeah opinion. yeah that's definitely what someone says when they feel right <laughs> yeah um yeah, so uh, if you were a prince what would your name be prince jd fabulous e mm-hmm. jd bob <laughs> well great what would, your, no. what would yours be if i was a prince in prince uh, maddie i feel yeah. like it always has to have an e in it because it just sounds M-A, better for the M-A, song m-a-d-i m-a-d-i yeah. prince maddie fabulous he i don't know the lyrics but i, I love I the do. tune justin you know what we're reviewing today we are reviewing aladdin right is you that know, how you say it It'd be bad if I asked you that, actually, and you were like, I don't. (laughs) Um, I mean, we were going to review Booksmart, but turns out that movie was seen by almost no one. I think you were the only one who saw it at all. At 2,500 theaters, which is a shame because it is actually quite a funny film. Um, I intend on seeing it and supporting that film because I I think that there is something to be said. You know, a lot of these female directors, especially, you know, first time ones, Olivia Wilde is in this case. Um, don't get other chances if they don't strike it big. Uh, you know, it has high cl- critical acclaim. I'm glad that you said you liked it. And uh, I want to go support something like that. So, And it's ridiculous because uh, that's not that movie did not cost a lot of money. It did not cost a lot to make. Uh, so the risk reward there was not that high uh, with a female director at the helm. But then you have someone like, oh, just picking out of a hat here. I don't know. Guy Ritchie directing a King Arthur movie that definitely cost – Probably at least $100 million. And did he re- direct anything after that, Justin? That that box office failure? I think he just directed Aladdin. Aladdin? For Disney? For Disney. Wow. Is that's, that insane? That's shocking. I'm pretty sure he hasn't made a good movie in like 10 years. But, you know. Well, hold on. We're going to give him a clean slate with Aladdin. Well, Sherlock, you know, you love the Sherlock shit. Oh, fuck but... you, man. They're the best. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> the first one is great, the second one is good, and the third one's going to be great. Uh, it's so unfortunate. <laughs> Listen, we've got no more RDJ in our life with the Marvel Universe. Spoilers. Uh, but I think bringing him back as Sherlock, uh, I'm into that, man. I'm totally not. But oh, The soundtrack, the world, Richard McAdams, I know she died. It's yeah, great. She's dead, she's dead. Which they had the force set to kill her in the first scene of the second movie. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was yeah. probably the best part because I didn't see that coming. But hey, she's in Doctor Strange too. Wonderful. Unless she pulls a Jane Foster. And well, she was in the second one, but just kind of moseyed her way through that one, huh? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Justin, we're here for Aladdin, as you said. It's a classic Disney movie um, brought Remake. to life. Remake, yeah, redo. The live anime, live action uh, remake that Disney is loving to do because they are clearly out of original <laughs> ideas at this point. Apparently, apparently, uh, yeah. Um, so, what do you say we it. just, what do you say we just dive into this uh, 
Sandy Dune of a movie. That is, I don't know what that means, but let's do it. stumbled upon an opportunity. I can make you rich. Rich enough to impress a princess. What would I have to do? There's a cave of wonders. Bring me the lamp. And what you just heard was a clip from the trailer for Aladdin, starring Will Smith, Naomi Scott, Mina Masood, Nassim Pedrad, Marwan Kenzari, Billy Magnuson, uh, Alan Tudyk, and Navid Negaban, who is from Homeland Season 1. Wait, what the hell is Alan Tudyk in this movie? He's the parrot, going to be honest. Or maybe, really? I don't know. They could've, gonna... That could have been anyone. It literally could have been anyone. But he uh, must like have someone's ear at disney is alan judic becoming the voice generation the voice actor of our generation or something I think he is i think he is well mark hamill is i mean he's delightful i know oh yeah but anyway um this movie is directed as we mentioned by guy ritchie the budget oh wow this is on google it was right below it apparently according to this google side thing the budget justin take a guess 250 yeah 183 Okay. Two, um, 250. Really? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what the $183 million. We're going to talk about if that money was on the screen or in Will Smith's deep genie pants. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin, what's this movie about? In case you've never heard of the plot for Aladdin, <laughs> uh, a kind hearted street urchin and a power hungry grand vizier vie for a magic lamp that has the power to make their deepest wishes come true. Hijinks ensue. That's a very interesting take on the story, but okay, yeah, that's not wrong. Yeah. And also, um, they he's a street urchin. He's legitimately a criminal, but, you know, let's forget about the ambiguity there for a second. <laughs> so... Um, let, yeah, where to I, start? Where to start? So I think... I, I think, I mean... Expectations I, versus reality, I think. To set this is that, up... Is that, is that I, your normal Friday night? Boom! I mean, that's probably a lot of people's Friday nights. Let's True. just be honest there. Yes, yes. I would say like 85% of the people on Earth. But maybe that's just uh, what yeah. I expected. Anyway, well, let's go away from that. Uh, going into this... Once I saw the trailer, I thought this was going to be the worst thing on earth, by far the worst thing on earth. The reviews came out pretty much lukewarm, lukewarm at best, um, which kind of confirmed what I saw. I saw some of, you know, the I thought this movie was just very poorly advertised in many, many ways. Um, it started, it all started with the Entertainment Weekly cover. Yeah. And there was also just a lot of controversy going into this movie about first before anyone, any actors came out, they wanted to make sure that there were, there was rumors saying Disney had trouble, uh, you know, hiring a minority uh, 
set of actors for hiring the, brown for people essentially hiring brown people um then they eventually announced who they were they they got um Mina Masood and Naomi Scott as the main characters um the big question was who was going to fill Robin Williams spot they did get Will Smith which i think was probably as good as you could have you know gone in a big picture sort of way but we'll discuss how he his performance in a minute um and then finally, pictures come out of uh, Will Smith versus normal person. They're like, oh, great. They're not even going to make him look like a genie. And then they sh- immediately showed the genie and everyone freaked out because it looked horrible. Um, and so there's just been a lot of back and forth in this movie. Um, I think it's a very polarizing movie when you look at currently – Rotten Tomatoes, you have 58% critic tomato meter, Rotten, and a 94% audience (laughs) score. That is as big as a division as you can get. So having explained all that and having explained my, I I mean, I was saying for a long time, I thought it was going to be terrible. Um, I want to hear what you thought first. Oh, okay. And I'll get back to me. Okay, then. Um, Yeah, so I got to say, as you said in your wind up here, I, my expectations were low going into this movie. And Justin, this movie was not bad. Ooh, tell me <laughs> more. Like, okay. Um, as I said, my expectations were low. But, man, I would rewatch this versus Beauty and the Beast live action. Wow. Uh, 100%. And this movie was not great. It was not good. But it had a few. You know what won me over, Justin? Tell me. Was the... Was the uh, never had a friend like me dance number? I even smiled in the theater during it. You cracked uh, a smile. Huh? I got. I you. cracked a smile up until that point. There was a point in the movie where I shook my head and put my hand over my face because I was so embarrassed for everyone. Um, <laughs> And it had to do with some Guy Ritchie speed ramping, which I don't know. Oh, my was, God. We'll get I to that. That was I, insane. I Justin, I don't know if it was on purpose or if the editor just fucked up. But <laughs> No, that had to be on purpose. And that was – I was like, are they actually really speeding this up right now? This is like embarrassing. And slowing it down. Yes. Randomly. Um, and so, so yeah, so it, it, this movie was bumpy, a bumpy start. And then that number hit, Justin, and then followed by the Prince Ali, which online – they released a clip of it online, and I watched it on my, you know, five-inch phone, and I was like, well, this looks like dog shit. <laughs> but, but Justin, I totally agree with you. I was like, is Will Smith, did. like, Will What's Smith literally doing? looks like he's What's walking he through the scene. Yeah, he, and, and it looked like the scene was completely, like, cardboard. Yeah. Everything. And so, but I saw it in IMAX. And even that scene kind of worked for me. I, I had memories of the original film and being like, yeah, that's great. And so like, and th- from that point on, it was very roller coaster up and down, up and down. Anything Billy Magnuson did was fucking retarded. Um, I'm sorry for using that word. I don't know why people thought he was a star in this movie. It was embarrassing. It was terrible what he was doing. And it was so stupid. It was a completely unnecessary. It was, part. it was almost like what movie is he in? I agree. I agree. <laughs> if he was in live action frozen, Sure, but uh, yeah. So, but overall, I mean, overall, Justin, listen, I don't plan on rewatching this movie anytime soon. But of the recent Disney live action movies, what what have we had? I, I didn't see Dumbo. We saw Beauty and the Beast. This was better than Beauty and the Beast. And, yeah, and uh, Jungle Book. Yeah, Jungle Book was good. Forgettable. I, it was good though. It looked great. Yes. It looked great. 
So yeah, that's that's my thought on Aladdin, Justin. I'm so gonna, let me see what I you was, thought. I have to say, I think I liked it even more than you. What? <laughs> oh my god. I'm shocked. I was shocked. Like, I think you're right. I think it starts off really, really slow. Um, and bad. And, you know, I did like, even, you know, Will Smith's rendition of Arabian Nights was kind of off. It just yeah. was kind of flat. Because he was trying to rap and sing it at the same I guess time. So, but he's not a good singer. Right. They didn't really play to his strengths in that regard. Uh, even even the opening scene where he's on a boat. His and beard looked he, terrible. Well, that, but also he says, now I'm not going to sing. And then he goes to climb the ladder and spins around kind of sensually. It felt like it's, a B-list <laughs> movie at that point. It was it was weird. Um, yeah. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. Um, but I think you're right. The What this movie does is it plays on your nostalgia. And mm. I think what really wins it over for me is the songs i think the new song was fantastic actually which one speechless i thought oh. that was really good and i think naomi scott's an absolute star i think she stole the show in this movie forget everyone else i thought naomi scott was amazing uh i think she has a great voice she had the look i just think she's amazing i really really enjoyed her in this movie i, I, I won't go that far i think she was fine she was serviceable she reminded me of like uh, I guess a more ethnic Felicity Jones. No, I guess I kept looking at her, being like, "Is that Felicity Jones?" No, it's not. Um, no, I but, think she's but, better looking than Felicity Jones. Ooh, shots fired. Fact. Um, it's a fact. It's not even a question. The the weakest uh, part. Jafar. Oh, Dude, Jafar was trash in this movie. Oh, pure you know, trash. Okay. He brought nothing to the part. It was a very flat character. I understand it's based off of a, of a very, very evil man, and they try to give some backstory that he's almost like a war hero, pretty much exactly like Gaston in what they did with Gaston in Beauty and the Beast to try and make well, they, it. They tried to say he was a street um, I think if they went with an older actor, I think if they went I think with, that's a good, great point. I think if they went with Naveed Negaban, who played the Sultan in this movie, we like him in Homeland. He was a great bad guy in Homeland, and we're, we most people recognize him as the bad guy from Homeland. Why not make him the bad guy in this? I, I was hoping that they would stunt cast two roles in this, Jafar and the genie. They only did one. Yeah, I just really felt like... Jafar was lacking so much in this movie. It was I don't I don't very think he was character. so much. He was flat, but I don't think he was lacking so much. But uh, yeah, I agree that he was not a strong part of this. You movie. didn't like Mina Masood. Uh I thought he was the not as strong as Will Smith or Naomi Scott. Oh, I, I agree. I agree, but he but does have the voice. The, he has the voice of uh, Aladdin when I think of Aladdin, you know? Uh, he has the smile of Aladdin. His smile looks like a cartoon smile. Absolutely. He nailed the smile. But, but the singing, his singing was not I don't know. I didn't I didn't love it. You didn't love it. I thought he was fine. I thought he was he was serviceable. I think Will Smith and Naomi Scott steal the show. And I gotta say, what do you think about Will Smith overall as the genie? Because that's a that was the big worry, right? Yeah, Out of yeah. everything, Robin Williams. The even as you know, it makes you appreciate how brilliant Robin Williams is when you think about what he did for that role, just as a voice actor. And yeah. I'm sure if they he was alive today, they would have brought his ass right back to do it Probably, again. just like uh, Mustafa yes, and exactly. James Earl Jones. Exactly. Um, I have to say, Will Smith, it, it was fine. I don't think I was blown away by 
his performance, but it was serviceable and it was different enough. Exactly. I think, you know, and he, he came out in an interview. He's like, I'm not trying to do an exact rendition of Robert Williams because hey, that's Who can? stupid as shit. And B, yeah. you know, it's, He's got to make the character his own in some ways. Except and it's weird that he's taking on a remake of Patch Adams after this. Is he? No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. What? It's Patch Adams 2, back from the dead. <laughs> Patch Adams 2, clowning it up. <laughs> but he did make it his own to some degree. I think that, you know, they may have asked him to do too much with the singing aspect or maybe they could have helped him with like auto tune or something. They do that for other people. Yeah. But um, overall, I agree. I think they never had a friend like me. He he pulled that off quite well, and I really enjoyed Prince Ali. I actually, uh, you know, I started really really smiling at the end of Prince Ali when they're starting to really go nuts with all the elephants. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really really enjoyable for me. And the crazy thing is, is that Prince Ali and uh, Never Had a Friend Like Me both, I think, looked great. They had a great scale to them, which, again, is strange because it didn't come through in the scene they released online. Uh, I thought they were really fun. But then other parts of the film looked like it was on a set. It looked the, either the CGI, the green screen was not good. It seemed like they were never on a real set. It looked like they were on a soundstage. I would say almost any time they were in his house when he was poor, it was clearly just like the most set set yeah. you can ever but even see some in of, life. Even some of the streets, I don't know. And then the first chase scene we get, which where he's running away with, I think, with Jasmine. When he's um, singing one jump ahead. Sure. Uh it's it's so it's so stilted feeling all of it. It doesn't it didn't work, and then that's when they threw in that weird speed ramping. Yeah, I really don't. Let, but it never I, it never came back the speed ramping. <laughs> no, so let's talk about the director Guy Ritchie because we alluded to that in you know our intro. What I I strongly felt from for a long time, and I was worried that he was going to ruin this movie for a big part of me because why why have this guy. Like Guy Ritchie, Snatch, like all the good movies that he's made. I'm not thinking Aladdin family film is this the movie that this guy should be doing. Right. I don't understand why he is director. Uh, I don't think I, – I think anyone else could have done this for the most part. Anyone else who has musical background could have done this. Um, he has no musical background. Bring in someone with a musical background. He did write the screenplay apparently. Who cares? Which Anyone could have written the screenplay. It was already written 10, 20 years ago. Don't blow our listeners' ears out. Sorry, that's an insane statement. It's like, okay, right. like that's just like, oh shit, let's, let's have this third grader who's watched Aladdin 10 times already. <laughs> they could write the screenplay. Um, well, uh, yeah, I, I, again, we didn't need him to direct this. He should have been directing Sherlock Holmes 3. No, and this is exactly, and I'm going to say it again. It's like, uh, what's his name? Directing Jersey Boys. Never should have happened. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood never should have directed Jersey Boys. He is not a musical guy. They're like, oh, he lived in that generation. We might as well just give him it. What? And it became like, uh, it wasn't a good movie. Give never people thought. their due. Like, And what did Guy Ritchie, we discussed, he didn't earn anything to deserve this spot. He fucked I mean, up a shitty movie before. Like he's been making pretty bad movies. I'm not saying he's not a talented guy because in his correct niche he is. But a lot of the stuff here was there was nothing that there was nothing really impressive with. Usually, what was going when on someone here. when someone has a failure as big as King Arthur, uh, the way of the sword or whatever the fuck it was called, aka uh, just a video king Ar- video game King yeah. Arthur. Game. Whenever someone has a failure that big, they usually then 
go small for their next movie to prove, hey, I still got it. He went the complete opposite. It's it just doesn't make sense, it, and it, and it, I don't know. I, uh, and but but I gotta say, Prince. Uh, I mean, um, never had a friend like me. I compared that sequence. That's the big sequence of the movie. That or Prince Ali. Uh, what are you that, talking about? A whole new world. Don't forget that. Yeah, that was fine. It was fine. It was it was, it was iconic. It was almost shot for shot of the actual yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. original. It doesn't. That one is fine. I know people love that one, but I think I never had a friend like me. Really gets the show going. They have all the special effects because it is the genie. And I compared that to uh, be our guest from Beauty and the Beast, the live action one, and that was awful in the live action Beauty and the Beast. It was so underwhelming. This crushes it. I won't disagree with that. yeah, I mean, but that's I don't also know. because I, I think you have a b- greater affinity for this movie. Too. Maybe, but I, I I don't know if that's an apples to apples comparison. But. It's very difficult. But, you know, I was just I literally this weekend watched the Gaston scene. And I still think what's his name playing Gaston is probably one of the is better typecast and better actor out of probably any of the live action movies thus far. Is that movie better than this movie? It's actually kind of hard because I still think, and you agree with me, Emma Watson's character, Emma Watson, I don't think was the, she played it not the right way in that movie. I think she played it too straight edge. Where she every played it single, like a piece of white she, toast. Right. She played it like a human being where everyone else was an actual character or cartoon character. Um, uh, and so there was weak points in that movie as well. But um, the strengths of that movie was Gaston and I like by Luke, uh, whatever his name is. He was just amazing. Luke Evans. Luke Evans was honestly the perfect type cat, like the, the perfect actor for that. Um, and then you have weaknesses in this. I think that Jafar was a really big weakness. Um, and then the strength was Naomi Scott and and Will Smith following. So it's difficult. But if I had to watch either one, I'm always going to choose Aladdin because I just like the story better. And I think overall, it's just faster pace you know yeah. I, I think it's just a little faster pace but they all have like the same fun. exact plot <laughs> it's like you're pretending to be something you're not and then you reveal yourself to what you really are and then um, everyone falls in love and there's a third party that's evil trying to destroy them or get power or something and then they the two leads have a falling out for some reason that we don't really understand and then all of a sudden everything's back to normal after a big climactic fight. Yeah. Um, do you want to go into spoilers? Because what's interesting is this movie does change the story a bit. It does. Do you want to do spoilers or no spoilers? Uh, I, sure. Let's do a quick one. Okay. So before, before we get into spoilers, Matthew, see it. Don't see it. Rent it. Ooh. Um... See, I saw it on IMAX, and so it was big and fun. But I think if you rent it, you'll be fine. I think that what this movie succeeds on is it plays towards your nostalgia, and it gives you enough of a twist to probably see it's worth seeing in theaters. Because I think everyone that I've talked to that's seen it has thoroughly enjoyed it most likely more than us, but I still enjoyed it enough that this is just a fun movie to see there. You, you can't are, argue with that. It's you are fun. recommending. I'm recommending Aladdin in theaters. If I told you this even a week ago, <laughs> I would have said you're insane. 
I would have said you're insane. So this movie sold me over despite many of its flaws. I am okay, not. So- I agree with you. This is not a great movie. It's not even probably a good movie. It's just <laughs> a fun movie. And is there something wrong to be said about seeing a fun movie that plays on your childhood and brings back the innocence that you once loved? And you get to see a couple good performances, especially Justin. by Naomi Scott. Um, I need to know. Uh, I just totally forgot what I was going to say. So in that case, I guess we can move on to spoilers. Let's move on to quick spoilers for Aladdin. Okay, I remember what I was going to say to you, Justin, what I was going to pose to you. So we went in with floor-level like floor level expectations for this movie, and it su- exceeded them. Um, my question is, if it's an existing property like this, say like Lion King, do you do shitty marketing even though you know everyone's going to see it so that when they go in, everyone's like, oh, this this isn't going to be that good, but I'm going to see it because it's The Lion King and then blow them away with a good movie? Well, I think that's – I mean also uh, strategically, why spend the money if you know everyone's going to go see it anyway, mm. right? So like already we know Lion King is going to blow this out of the water I'm in regards to just – making money at the box sure. office. There's no Even question this was, about This was no slouch, but yes. You know, it's made over, what, 118, 112, Something 18? like that, yeah, over 100 million, million this weekend, yeah. So it, it did very well, and it made back most of its money that they've invested. They'll make back their money without a question. It's not going to be a problem. Um, but there is something to be said about that because they know – it's an, it's already been done. It's not it's not original anymore. They already have the audience for it. People are going to go see it. What's the point of you know giving the meat of the a good trailer, investing money in in high in marketing? Because I mean, they did a shitty job of marketing this movie all around. I really you really didn't see much um, trailers. You didn't see heavy advertising online. The most marketing for this movie was all negative stuff that that everyone was talking about like that clip that they released was so strange it even had a black frame at the end that just said walt disney pictures copyright 2018 i'm pretty sure they were like to like the three three like this intern who's been there for about a week they're like just just fucking cut up a three second two minute clip of wherever you want with no context (laughs) make it look real (laughs) shitty it really was no context, and they were like also st- mix the stereo, mix the audio in mono, so no one can actually enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, look at Endgame. They barely, I mean, they marketed it, but like barely showed anything. Even lied about some of the marketing, and uh, no, but that's was, different. Like, that's well, brilliant. That's brilliant I, I marketing. That's well, yeah, much. That's, that's brilliant marketing. Saying. You can't compare. Like, look at look at Lion King. Have we seen any of the animals speak? We saw them sing uh, Akuna Matata for 0.5 seconds. Not even. He was just like, oh, we move it. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, it was like 0.5 seconds, but I, they haven't shown anything. Because why shown- do they need to? We already know exactly. where it's going to be there. It's going to be a shot for shot remake. This it, one at least I wasn't a shot not. for a shot remake. They okay, changed well, the plot, which gets into the spoilers. That. Yeah. So I don't remember Aladdin all that well. Wow, you're uh, an asshole. I remember that. What? What? When was the last time you watched animated Aladdin? All the time. Okay. I remember that Jafar gets the, the genie and the genie's sad and he makes a big storm or something in the, the big city and that's really all right. All right. And that and that Aladdin frees him. Yeah, well, first off, uh the genie is never 
sexually active in any of the in the okay, green room. Okay. <laughs> no, okay, yes. That that I, add in, I understand. <laughs> they added Nassim Pedrad, all that stuff. I mean the major plot points. Did you well question, did you like Nassim Pedrad? Did you feel like she added anything? I like Nassim Pedrad in general. I so. actually think yeah, she's sure. great. I think she's fantastic. Uh she was always great on Saturday Night Live. Um and uh she was good on New Girl when she was on New there. Girl. Yeah. And um, I thought she was she was a delight. She was a nice little addition to the movie. Um, but what really changes here is um, first they add the song Speechless, which goes directly to the new theme of the movie, which is uh, more empowering towards women, which I'm which makes sense. I'm totally cool with that. If I, I don't think there was any backlash. And I hope there wasn't about like being like, yeah, you're going to be the leader. You don't need to ma- have marry someone and then make them the sultan. Oh, right. She becomes the sultan. sultan. Yeah. So she becomes the sultan instead of making Aladdin the sultan like it uh, was in the original, which it ends makes sense because let's be honest, she is way more capable of being the fucking sultan than he is. What yeah. is the, you know, it's a no brainer. She's way but, smarter. But I will say her number, uh, speechless. What was it called? I think speechless. Was it speechless? Yeah. Her reprisal was great. I thought it was really uh, good. It, but the whole staging of it. Oh, the, again, I think the more, song was good. Her performance was people, That was horrible. That was a again, terrible a directing choice. Director, a better director would have done more justice to that song, which was good. Um, it, it, but the whole time I was kind of That like, was what? lazy. It made no I sense. I thought something was happening, something magical. I don't know. I, but it was weird. Yeah, I also thought – yeah, I thought she was like – like it was like a, a time stop of like what she's really doing, which is just like yelling or fighting these people off or something. I, I don't know. But it was a very bizarre director's choice, which a lot of the decisions in this were very <laughs> bizarre, including the time, the speeding up and the speeding down. But, but overall that song was good. And Naomi Scott, I'm in love with. I was so. going to say, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the crazy thing is, there's not much else to talk about. No, no, there is uh, also – wait, now I forgot. Wow. Fuck you. Okay. The crazy thing about this movie is – and it's the same thing with Beauty and the Beast. We're not going to get a sequel, which is crazy to think about these days. A movie that's going to make this much money, it's just this movie. It's just these characters. That's it, right? Well, I mean, think about it this way. They they've already cashed in on this movie like a thousand times. Like how I I would be really impressed if they do a return of Jafar, which was a straight was to video. Sequel. That was actually yeah. a pretty revolutionary movie because that was one of the first straight to video, I think, like uh, animated animated feature length sequels that uh-huh. uh, Disney put out. And I own that. I remember that. I enjoyed that movie. That was fucking good. Also, they did the Forty Thieves, Alibaba and the Forty Thieves afterwards there's a third one but um i i highly doubt that they're gonna do this the next one they're gonna do is in probably another 20 years they'll just remake it again now i was guy ritchie's son as the director before we end uh does the movie does the original uh aladdin the animated one end with the genie becoming a human well that's questionable he's not necessarily human it seemed that he still had his powers because he was still blue but he was just free um, I, I don't, and I remember in the sequels, I believe he still had powers to do stuff. He was just a free genie and this, he became human. Yeah. I don't know if, I think I like free genie more because that to me tells me that the genie was once a human that was imprisoned to become a genie. <laughs> right. So now he just like, like Jafar, I now guess. Now he just like deserves Jafar. to be a genie. Yeah. 
Well, and then one other thing um, I forgot to mention in the spoiler-free area that I just wanted to discuss mm-hmm. because you know this is obviously we discuss quickly. This is a, a brown cast, other than Will Smith and what's his name. But I don't know um, if a brown cast is the way that Disney would describe it, but sure. Well, you said it, but I, I think it's a, a minority-focused cast, which yeah, I think or was, accurate. Which is thankfully the right way to do this movie because it would have been insane if they casted some white guy. Um, Except I will say the, and again, I don't, am I white? I technically. You're Armenian, so you can probably get away with it. But most people think that I'm, I I, I mean, I get. I I think you could probably. I'm Persian, I guess you could argue in a way. But anyway, um, Billy Magnuson, the only white guy in the movie. One of the dumbest characters on screen in what a year at least, and someone, some of the reviewers who bashed the movie were saying that he was a delight, and I just don't understand at That's all what they right. were thinking That's about. Not right, he was on screen for two and a half minutes, and every time he was on screen, he spoke with a weird Norwegian accent, and it was just mind dumbingly. Bo- it, it was, it was boggling. <laughs> I just don't get it. But did you feel like they really embraced the Middle Eastern culture? in a better Um, way in this movie because a lot of people felt like you know the traditional aladdin was a little bit racist (laughs) uh, i i mean listen i don't i'm not saying that but like i i think that they handled the culture well they did the the you know some dancing that was that was good um well that's another thing that was kind of bollywood dancing right i don't know i don't but this is in india right no it's not it's definitely not India, but it did kind of feel a little bit, little bit Bollywood, but and so I feel like in my head that's Guy Ritchie being like, oh well, who's gonna know the difference? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's... So listen, there's always gonna be problems, especially with stuff like this. But at the same time, you have to take it in stride and say this was a great cast. They went out of their way to make sure they cast the right people for it, and for that, it's a step in the right direction. Um, and you know, we're getting there. I agree. I think that's a it's it's progress. It's progress. Speaking of progress, Justin, this week we have uh, a movie very similar to Aladdin to review. Rocketman? No. Uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. <laughs> oh, that's coming out? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I'm excited. It's got 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. No! Rocketman has 89%. I know, but is it wide? Yeah, I don't know. And then also... Uh, Always Be My Maybe comes out on Netflix, which I'm very excited for. Wait, which one? Always Be My Maybe. It's the movie with Ali Wong and Randall Park. You didn't see the trailer for it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Keanu. Yeah, and Keanu. It's going to be great. It's got to be great. Just just that. (laughs) I mean, that's a great cast. It's a great cast. Ali Wong's very funny. Randall Park is hysterical. I love Randall Park. Keanu's. 56% for Godzilla. That sucks. Godzilla. I can't, say that. You can't say that anymore. I can't say that. Anymore. Okay. I uh, I hope that it impresses me. It says that it delivers spectacular kaiju action and reaffirms that cutting edge effects are still in a substitute for a good story. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, Justin, I got to wake up early for work. You I have to eat dinner. It's 10 o'clock and I'm hungry. I went to the gym. It's not it's healthy. It's not healthy. Dr. Oz says, eat with the sun. Dr. Oz is probably also saying, let the sun be your fuel because he's a liar. Okay. He also believes in, he made me buy raspberry, whatever those chops were. What was the raspberry thing? I have no idea. I had like raspberry 
drops that he said would made you lose weight. I tried them when I was younger. I wasted you like forty five dollars. You just shat yourself a lot. I don't know. You just it did nothing. It was just it was it was all a waste. And he tells lies now, but whatever. I'm also thinking I'm gonna buy John Wick's gun, like in real life. Yes. What's John Wick's gun? He has literally a thousand guns. The main gun he uses in the first movie. I, I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm not a gun it's guy. A, let's see. It's called the the Heckler and Koch. Heckler and Koch. Koch? Koch? Coke? Coke. P30L. And uh, man, is it cool looking. Well, then you have to grow your hair long. And get a really, really strange looking goatee. And a bulletproof jacket. Uh, suit. Ooh. He didn't have that in the first movie. Yeah, he did. Didn't he? No, he got it in the second movie at the tailor in Italy. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, Justin, okay, why well, don't you good, take Good luck with that, because I'm definitely not doing that. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> hope everyone had a good Memorial Day weekend. Thanks for listening. As always, questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to email us at twoguysonemovie.podcast at gmail.com. Check out the site. Comment all you like uh you can listen to us on any podcasting app you can listen to us on itunes you can listen to us on my favorite uh way to listen spotify any of those things download subscribe give us a review five stars five stars that's right five stars for matt and justin thanks for listening until next time have a good one